Well, hello everybody and welcome to the Mad Men Recap. This is your everyday good time host, Paul, high atop the Brooklyn studios. And of course, from uh, his special studio in Minneapolis, Minnesota. No, no. Oh. I'm in Rochester, my friend. The Mayo Clinic. Oh, perfect. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Dr. <laughs> John, how are you? Hello, I'm great. Freezing. Oh, you're freezing? It's cold up here. What are you freezing off? Because usually when someone's, oh, I'm freezing my blank off. What, 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 what are you freezing off tonight? What, one of my fingers. Hilarious. Uh, I don't know if you heard her giggling in the background, everybody. But yes, <laughs> we are in luck. Our special, special guest, uh, Kate, is with us tonight. Kate? Hi, everybody. Uh, well, wasn't that sweet? <laughs> we, have, we have for you. Uh, it's, I mean, it's a, sad, it's, it's, a, it's a sad show, John. I mean, if I can just, if I can, I hate to start off on a low note, but I got to tell you right now, as I'm staring down into the black abyss of my microphone, I can only feel a little bit of sadness. Is that because it's the last show? It's because it's the last show, John. And I also have indigestion. But oh. mostly it's because it's the last show. That's right. Season four is already over. John, didn't it just start? It's a short season. It really is short. What are we going to do for a year? I have, um, I've been reading. Um, I'm going to get some new hobbies. And take up some drinking, maybe. I'm going to drink a little more. Yeah. I'm going to paint <laughs> a little more. I'm oh, really pretty paint. excited. Yes, I'm going to do some painting. I'm going to drink and paint. John, do you have any, uh, do you have, do you have any uh, goals for the off season? No. Oh, okay. Well, good. He's just going to do what he does best, save him life. Are you just, yeah. I mean, I guess there's, there's really is no, there's no off season for you, is there, doctor? <laughs> yeah, no, no, back to the doctoring. Kate, are, are you, are you going to be doing anything in the off season? Um, I don't know. I might, I might join another podcast. Just to, oh. Just to mix it up. Wow. What would that be? I don't know. Okay. Well, at least you've thought it through. <laughs> uh, Yes, everyone. It is uh, the the last episode of season four. It's the thirteenth episode. Yes, there's only thirteen episodes in this season, which is heartbreaking. It's called Tomorrowland, John. Did you learn anything? I didn't. I didn't learn much. Uh, I gotta say, I'm just you know because this is the top of the show. We've been asked to do a two hour podcast, although we're not. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna get my feelings right off the bat. I, I think I think that that might be. Uh, it's something we don't usually do is just give our overall feelings, but I'm going to give my overall feeling, John. Are you ready? What do you got? Disappointment. Oh, no. I'm going to be honest. When I, look at, when I look at the end of the rest of the seasons, the other three seasons, they were massive and amazing. This was really predictable, I thought. I got to say, this was kind of a turd in my soup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a turd I in my soup. I got to say, I didn't know it was predictable. I, I never would have guessed the, uh, the, the marriage thing coming out of the gate. The, you, you, you know what this was like for me? A turd in your soup? Yeah, I'm going to have another analogy. Uh, maybe something <laughs> other, some other folks can relate to. Uh, it's like this. It's, your, it's, it's Christmas or your birthday, right? And you're pretty sure that you're getting that new bike, new f- flat panel TV, whatever it is that you want the most, right? Mm-hmm. You open it up. And it's a turd in a bowl of soup. <laughs> that, You're right. Is, People are going to relate to that, that so much more. That, that is that is what. No, I mean, and it wasn't it wasn't a horrible show, but I got to be honest. I'm, I, I was looking for a huge revelation or a huge surprise, and and it was just a stupid decision. It was a Roger esque. I'm going to marry my um, my receptionist 
move or my secretary move. And I got to say, it just wasn't, I didn't, I don't know. I wasn't excited. You're just kind of like, what? Mer? Right. I'm surprised she's, well, maybe I'm not surprised that she accepted the proposal. But, I mean, I don't know. Let's just say. He does seem like a pretty decent meal ticket, I guess. Yeah, he's got Simone, as they say. He also has three kids. Oh, yeah, but she's good with kids. She's like a Von Trapp. Yeah. She is like a Von Trapp. Uh, one thing I didn't like, John. Until and, they yep. use wire hangers. Oh, what? my. Uh, that was a Bobby Dearest joke, John. You didn't catch that? No. Well done, Kate. Well done. Uh, one thing I, I didn't like, and I don't know if Matt has been listening to our show. This starts, <laughs> This makes me think that, honestly, Matt is listening to the Mad Men recap and putting things in the show just for us. There's two uh, things I've noticed. John. You mean the teeth scene? <laughs> Not only the teeth scene, but the fact that she's effing French. Are you kidding me? Are you no, kidding no. me? No, she's Francoise. She's Canadian. Well, I don't care. <laughs> she's speaking French on the show, John, and that is bad enough. Oh, come on. You're going to turn off a whole country. We have continued to grow in French <laughs> listeners, by the way. We have like 16. Maybe they can't understand what I'm saying. Stop listening. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not. We love the Frenchies. Uh, so yeah, I gotta say. So I, I'm. Am I completely alone on this? This uh, man. I don't know. If, I don't know if it was it was that bad. But yeah, I think a lot of people. Last year's last year's finale was so good. Oh, it was a kick in the pants. Yeah, it's amazing. This, the, yeah, yeah. So the, uh, this one had a lot to live up to. It certainly did. What did what did you get out of this one? Uh oh, you want the three things? For is that example. is that where you, is that where you were positioning me on that one? For, for example, thanks for uh, bringing oh. the segue. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I like I like I like to ruin your genius, John. Uh, well, one, I, I only learned three again. Uh, it's all my brain has capacity for. Uh, <laughs> one thing I learned is a uh, warlock baby can be lulled to sleep with a well placed French lullaby. This is true. Uh, number two, if a man can desert his country in a time of war, he can desert his woman for a French-Canadian war. Ew. Was that too far? Uh, are we call? Is she a whore? Is it? Is she, are we bringing back the year of the horse? I gotta say, it would make a nice full circle if we found <laughs> out that Megan was a whore. Um. Uh, and lastly. Uh, do it like Roger. That's what I. That's what I learned, because as we know, Roger. Um, Roger married a secretary. Well, not his, but a secretary. Either way, this this is, is a path of destruction, John. It's just a destructive path. <laughs> and it's going to get more destructive. Yes, next we time. are floundering, John. Put us into the episode, please. Uh, right before that, we want to thank Kim for our three things. Thank you very much. All right, Kim. There you go, but yeah. So we we start off we start off the show and, and we have no knowledge that any of this is coming. It's no. uh, this is Labor Day holiday coming up. We so it's you know early September. Uh, our friend Faye is coming in in some kind of uh, chess or checkerboard type of shirt. You've always got something to say about Faye's clothing, John. I, I gotta say, I, yeah. What, am I wrong? Was that is this just another nice print? Um, that 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 looks to me like a hound's tooth. Oh. A hound's tooth. Some some sort of in a yeah checkerboard pattern. Yes, it's weird. 
<laughs> but uh, so we find out Faye has some business. She's catching a plane flight to we don't know where. And, uh, and that Don's a little upset. He's got the American Cancer meeting coming up. And he's a little nervous about this. Mm-hmm. And she's very reassuring. She's like, you're going to be great. They love the letter. And he's like, I don't feel so great. And she goes, look, you know what would make you feel better if you were honest and told people the truth? And I can help you. And uh, just just super supportive, as it seems like she's always been. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they have a big smooch, and off she goes. Now let me let me let me ask a question here. Yeah. Do you think at this point that he really had it in his mind that he might be in love with Megan? No, I don't think so either. Because because why wouldn't you? If I believe how it goes, if a guy's about to break up with a lady, he turns real cold. Turns the cold shoulder, John. You turn okay. it in. You lead with that. That's how that goes. The cold shoulder, turn it in, and hit him hard. And he's he's not doing that. No. Oh, oh, yeah. You're right. But I also I also don't think he feels like he is in love with Faye either. I think yeah. he sees her as a good thing, but not uh, not in love with her. Maybe not. But yeah, you're you're absolutely right. He's not, uh, you know, he's he's holding the hand. They give the uh, the nice kiss. Seems very open. No, nothing yeah. to indicate that uh, that that he had the the thing with Megan lined up. I think it's something in that California air. I think Faye is just too much of an equal, and he can't deal with that. I I completely agree. He doesn't he doesn't like having that uh, that even footing, even Steven, if you will. Yes, but. Can uh, we- but she, you know, so she heads out, and then we head out over to the office. And I don't know when I first, like, when I first saw this, when Jones pushing the cart, I'm like, oh, that's a baby bump. I thought her like stomach was noticeably different. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Like before okay. we ever got to the end of the show, is am I, I alone on that? I did not catch that. I mean, as There's you a- know, I've I've been calling this for uh, several episodes <laughs> now. I mean, I I knew it. So <laughs> I wasn't looking for proof, is what I'm saying. Oh, oh, okay. Am I wrong? I mean, there's that great shot of her in profile with the cart. What do you think there? Well, that that could be anything, you know? That could be breakfast. A tuma? Is it a tuma? That's her change purse. It's not a tuma. She's Joan. She's curvy all over. I don't know. A woman is amazing to me. Okay, that's true. She defies some laws. Some of physics. Some of anatomy. Uh, we find out that she gets a promotion, John. And now, um, I don't remember the title. Do you? Director of something relations? Oh, director of agency operations. Oh, wow. Yes. Now, John. Yes. I mean, let's give her a hand. But there will be no pay raise. Please. Not yet. Not no, yet. no, no, no. It'll come later. They always do. <laughs> they always do. Yeah, That's I right. promise. She, uh, she couldn't be less excited. Yeah. It fell pretty flat indeed. Um, How could it not? Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Uh, we then go over to uh, <laughs> to uh, to Don uh, and 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 Pete, Rapey Pete. I will not stop. Stop <laughs> petitioning me to stop calling him Rapey Pete. That's all I have. Uh, <laughs> they're at the American Cancer Society uh, pitching their ideas. Don makes it very clear that he has the experience. He knows how the tobacco companies work and how they think, and he can really put a stop. To all this uh, smoking business. Well, not put a stop, it, you know, because it, it's kind of funny. They actually give up on current smokers in this meeting. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's not going to happen. So let's go after the non-smokers. 
Which is funny because we're already seeing Glenn and Sally smokers. I mean, okay. Glenn's carrying no, his own Sally pack. Sally didn't smoke. Sally has experimented a couple times. Well, right. with many things. Or cigarettes. Okay. But, uh, you know, so that's who, that's who they're targeting is that age and, and younger. Sure. And that's, uh, that's, that's Don's idea. I thought this was another, this was one of his best presentations in a long time. Well, yeah, he's sobered up. He's on the right track, John. He's flying right, as they say. Indeed, and they seem to they seem to, to dig it. The uh, the board seemed to like it. They do. They're liking his ideas. Uh, he was able to pull some stuff out on the spot. And uh, when they get back to the office, they mention that you know there's some high rollers in there, just like they'd hoped. Uh, especially the uh, gentleman Everett Marlowe uh, from Dow. Mm-hmm. And so they, they, what they're trying to do is to use an in and trying to take advantage of poor Ken Cosgrove's father-in-law. Columbus Cosgrove. His father-in-law runs Corning. And he they does. wanted, they, they, you know, there would be a, a natural uh, uh, companionship there. And so they wanted to try and get everybody in a room to mm-hmm. kind of backdoor them into working with Dow. And uh, Ken's like, I'm not, I'm not Pete. Sorry. I mean, what do yeah, you think that. of this move? Did you think this was a, a stand-up move or like? I hey, thought it was a great move. I mean, come on, he's... help out the company move. I mean, yeah, the company's in the in yeah. in the pooper, so they're gonna lay the arm on you. But I, I gotta, I gotta say, I, I, I mean, the thing is, is that that would be such a personal call. Like, you'd have to know what your relationship is with, um, with your father-in-law. But I think the I think the thing that he has a great point in is that all his, you know, your your clients are always going to leave you eventually, yeah. And this is his life, so if things go bad and the client leaves, that could really turn things sour for him at home, okay. in his actual life, right? And I think he makes a great point, and I I gotta say, way to go, Columbus Cosgrove, for standing up for yourself. Well, it's nice to see somebody put their actual like family and relationships first for a change yeah it's That's something refreshing. we haven't seen before well, good on you good on you ken would you call him now the moral center of the show uh i just call him my moral compass okay <laughs> i think carla's my moral compass carla oh man carla should be everyone's moral compass yeah. man i wish she would have just anyway Oh, that's coming right up, actually. Good segue, yeah. Kate. Uh, we, uh, we go to the uh, Francis household, formerly the Draper household, just in case you didn't know that. And uh, it's moving day, John. Almost. They are, they are moving out. I mean, they're, they're packing getting, up. Well, they're packing up all their stuff. Right. Yep. Fair enough. And uh, we see Carla's in the kitchen getting some stuff boxed up, doing the business. And uh, who walks in the door? Creepy Glenn. Creepy Glenn little guy. Uh, a little disheveled. He has one uh, one side of his collar out, and he looks like he's been smoking or drinking. And uh, and uh, he comes in and says, "Hey, uh, hey, uh, hi. <laughs> Could I uh, maybe say goodbye to the little girl, the little girl?" Uh, and uh, Carla says, "You know, I don't know if that's a good idea. The missus hates you." He's like, I know the missus hates me, but for Christ's sake, we're just friends. Could I just go say goodbye? And Carla, being a reasonable human, says, all right, just make it quick. And uh, I feel as if uh, Creepy Glenn kind of rubs his hands together and goes, excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And runs upstairs to uh, have a very uh, civil and adult goodbye to little Sally Draper. Uh, I believe. 
I believe they certainly do set this up to continue in the future, yeah. by the way. You think so? Driving, which is even scarier. I, they, they leave the door open. You know what I mean? Because they're not going to be real close. I, I mean, right? That's not real close. You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's like crazy far. Yeah. But, but yeah, he can't walk there. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It definitely has that feel that they're going to now, be involved a little bit later on. Could you take the lure? No, because Rye is up. I don't know. The lure is out. The lure is out? Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> uh, my 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 geography of this area is really poor. Is pants, yeah. as they say in the UK. <laughs> so, uh, but Glenn goes to head out, and who should he run into? Uh oh, <laughs> Betty Monster. I wish you could see the freeze frame I have on my screen right now of Betty Monster scene. I gotta say, I feel if this January Jones is actually doing a pretty good job acting, at least in this episode. I mean, she is scary crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not not to not to somehow presuppose that she's not like this in real life constantly, <laughs> as everyone seems to as everyone seems to think. Um, but man, she has got. Well, it's not just crazy pants anymore, folks. It is a crazy jumpsuit and hat. <laughs> I, I mean, it is it is insane. And she just, I mean, she just gets all worked up here. She sees Glenn and she's like, "What are you doing here?" And she, he pretty much is like, "You're crazy." <laughs> No, he gets the, uh, he gets the line we've wanted everybody to say to her for like two years now, which is, uh, <laughs> which is just because you're sad doesn't mean everybody has to be. This is true. Glenn may also be some some sort of shaman. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know. But then John, um, Glenn storms out after after this revelation of sadness, and um, who gets the dump? Everyone's Car- favorite Car- Carla. The Carla, yep. Man, that is this is just ridiculous. Now before before you get into the Carla too much, what I mean really, why does Betty hate Glenn? I don't I don't know. I mean there really is no Betty reason. Betty doesn't like Glenn because of his mother. I think that has a lot to do with it. Remember? His mother? I don't know. This is pretty this is pretty focused hatred. I mean, because she even confided in in Helen after Don left. I mean, she actually turned to her. I feel like, is there some kind of, uh, is it because, oh, 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 is this it? Is it, is she almost jealous that, you know, Glenn clearly doesn't like her anymore and has now turned his attention towards Sally? Oh, like a Miss Robinson. Not well. I mean, I don't. I think it's more. It's more. Um, well, just you have to remember, Betty's a child. This right, so. exactly. I, I think it's more subconscious than that. Yeah. You, what? But I think, think it's more sub- subconscious. It's not a direct. You know, I'm jealous of my daughter because a boy her own age talks to her. I think it's just like when that first Betty Glenn thing happened. He was so like crazy, Betty. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, like he was so like enamored with her. It was it was so weird, and now he could care. It's like everybody's dumping her. <laughs> I like it. Maybe that's it. Great insight. Thank you. That's what I'm here for, John. You've really dropped the ball again. <laughs> <laughs> but we, uh, I thank you. Thank you for addressing that. Now we can get to the the Carla Smackdown. Please do. I, man, I thought she was going to haul off 
and hit her. Uh, yeah, Betty. Betty just um, starts starts dropping the toot in the worst way. Now here here's the thing. You know she is the she she is the 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 mother. She is the employer. Yeah. If she says you know he shouldn't see her, then you know okay you have that little conversation. I'm disappointed. This wasn't supposed to happen, regardless yeah. of what Carla thinks. But you don't you don't fire the woman that you've worked with for what you know 10, 11 years, who's done a great job, an um, amazing job, an amazing job. And then and then to take a shot at Carla with Not the cool. whole yeah with the whole like oh what are your children doctors and lawyers? Oh my god! Oh. I, I wish Carla just would have reached across that kitchen <laughs> island and literally just choked her out. Yes, grab grab that turtleneck sweater. Man, oh man. I mean, let's just say in a street fight, who you got your money on? Carla all the way. I got at least a grand on Carla. I don't know. That's any, right. That's how confident char- I am. Any character with the last name of Monster has a good shot. That's true. Betty Monster, she is. Uh, she does come out of she, nowhere she with the evil. She might be able evil. to run fast. I she's think wi- she's wiry. She, I'm pretty sure she has claws. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been. I haven't been able to get it close enough to shot to inspect. But I'm pretty, and she might have a knife in her sock. I gotta say, I'm I'm really surprised at the the volume of people on some of the message boards and the Facebook that are are really backing Betty. Are you kidding me? No. On this decision? No, no. But just in general, like people saying, "Oh, give her a break. Oh, it's not her fault. Oh, you know, she's just what under a lot of stress." A break for? I don't understand. I, I know. I, I, feel, I don't get that. I feel like if you go back and listen to some of the early, a couple episodes ago, I was saying the same thing. I don't want to have to rewind the tape because that would make more work. <laughs> that would make more work for me. But uh, I think it's the kind of thing like you know everybody's beating up on her, beating up on her, beating up on her. You're like, hey, listen, she can't be that bad. Now I know we've at least received I, one email today that said I was sticking up for Betty, but after this episode, effer. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that that's almost a quote. <laughs> Well, and the sad, the really sad thing is that you know, she Carla has been just as much a mother as Betty to the kids. I would uh, say more, more, yeah, more, more, um, more, and uh, and she won't even let her say her goodbyes. It's like, nope, just leave. Yeah, but, and and like that's not going to mess up the kids. Exactly. She's doing everything she can to make sure both her kids grow up to be insane. Well, she doesn't have to do much work on Bobby, but she's doing the work whoa, on uh, whoa, on Sally. Whoa. Why don't we lay off Bobby for a second? I think he's got a multi-personality disorder. Well, yes, this is true. <laughs> he does have a split personality situation going on. Um, moving on to the next scene, if you don't mind, John. Please, please. We find ourselves in Don. We find ourselves in Don's office. He is uh, talking to his accountant, who comes to his office all the time, and we're kind of getting a peek inside Don's financials. Um, he's got some houses to sell, two at the same time. Uh, let's hope it's a seller's market i don't know how it was in 64 he was the way he made it sound that he'd make uh you know 100 percent. his house his house up was it uh, do they live in babylon or do they live upstate that's where i'm confused upstate nossening they don't live in babylon no 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 they're because there was that episode babylon right but they don't live in babylon no they don't okay well anyway that house upstate is effing beautiful yeah that's well, the one he said that's going to make a lot of money on. He's got to make a lot of money on that thing. And then the California house, I mean, shoot, it's beautiful out there. Right? But then he, but, so he gets some good news about the house sale, and he gets some bad news about his California trip. Oh, yeah. Betty Monster calls up and says, hey, funny story. 
just fired Carla. Uh, Don's like, what the hell, man? And she's like, listen, I do what I want. Uh, and he's like, I'm going to California with three kids. I need some help. I have a question for you. Yes. Just popped into my head. Right. Situations being different. If things had not happened as so, would Don be trying to marry Carla? <laughs> Fair question. One will never know. No, it's one for the viewers. <coughs> we are listeners. the viewers. Sorry. Oh, <coughs> oh, you mean our listeners? Yeah. I believe. You know, a lot of people have been writing in about how 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 often I'm correct these days. <laughs> I don't know if you've been noticing this, John. You tend not to read those emails on. And our you know, all all of those are named Paul. It's really funny. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe we stick together because there's another group <laughs> named John who's fighting against us. <laughs> Uh, but, but I forget my train of thought is completely gone. Can, can we just move on? Next scene. Uh, now we, we get to see that, uh, Harry Crane has been diminished to absolutely nothing but a dork. Um, he really is. I know I use the word turd quite often. He's just sitting in his office with that cannon. Yeah. That rocking chair. What is, <laughs> is rocking chair? I don't know. What, what, what do you mean? The cannon? What? Doesn't he have a cannon on his desk? Oh, Sure. Uh, uh, oh, oh, come on! I'm working for him. Uh, <laughs> but Joyce, it, but, uh, yeah, Joyce, Joyce, uh, Peggy's friends walking in, and she's bringing in this model, which is what gets uh, little Crane's attention. But uh, what we actually find out is that this model lost her job because this company, this Topaz uh, pantyhose, fired everybody. It's all kinds of a mess. And um, so, do you, do you think Joyce actually was trying to help out? Peggy here, or how about the model? Some, I believe I saw a, uh, an email about this, and uh, I think Joyce was just trying to do a little bit of both. All right. uh, I think Joyce likes to hang out with pretty ladies, as we all do, let's be honest. Uh, and, and at the same time, potentially give, uh, give Peggers a tip. And, uh, you know, give, uh, give a little bit of a good time to uh, Ken and Crane. <laughs> but but that's that's what we find out as uh, as the ladies leave and then Don is trying to set up his trip. He has no help. He has got the three kids. Megan's trying to arrange stuff last minute and it's not going to work. They don't have people to take care of the little one. And Don just looks at her and goes, "What do you make? 70? I'll double it. You're coming with." Now, uh we're just we're just sitting here looking at at this uh on the screen. And I really like what Megan's wearing here. The navy and that collar. Yeah. I think it's really cool. I pointed to Kate and pointed to that, and she laughed at me and said, no. I can't get past those teeth. I'm sorry. I just can't. Oh. <laughs> I, is this, do we want to have the discussion about the teeth now, or do we want to have it later? Let's wait for the teeth scene. Okay. We'll wait for it. Because I got to say, I'm, I, I have some thoughts. Okay. But so anyways, Don sets it up. She's going to come. He's going to give her a, a night to hang out with her friend. He's going to take, you know, she'll come along to Disney. Um, and she's like, ah, twist my arm. Okay. Well, I mean, let's be honest. I, you know, she's, uh. There was no twisting need, needed here. Thank you. This is true. <laughs> I, I couldn't come up with anything better than that. <laughs> no twisting at all. And we get a quick, uh, we get a quick, I like how you pointed this out before. How as soon as it's anything in California, they, they pull the cameras outside. Um. Well, right, because that's where they are. <laughs> right. And so they I mean, do it again just to show them, you know, outside at a hotel pool. Uh, they're in California. Megan 
Don, the kids, and about, what, 190 pounds of luggage. Did you see that cart? Holy crap. Uh, well, you got a bunch of kids. I guess but so. Yeah, that does. And babies. And, and, and you've got, like, 10 suits for Don. <laughs> that takes up a lot of space, man. Traveling with suits is the worst. Um, yeah, so we see there in California, we, uh, we flash back to, um, good old, uh, Kenny Cosgrove, uh, doing the legwork, figuring things out. He comes to talk to Peggy about the, uh, about the, what was it? The Topaz. thing? Topaz. 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 So apparently, Topaz. you know, so I'm sure that, uh, that Peggy had told Ken about her discussion. Ken then yeah. made the phone call, found out that they, that they were in need, and they were impressed that he had heard, and mm-hmm. they got the meeting set up. And again, Harry's just there being uh, a space taker. Can can we just refer to him as Cannon? <laughs> Cannon Crane? Cannon Crane, that's what I'm saying. Cannon, get in, get in here. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so it it looks like a promising uh, a promising venture. Now they have to really they have to work on a they have to work on a holiday, but they'll do it. They need the business. This is the truth. Um, we get back uh, we get back to California. Don's back from some meetings, and uh, Megan is teaching. The children to sing a French lullaby. Yeah, this is now, how they get the, uh, the the baby to sleep. I don't know why Don didn't come in and put a stop to this immediately. <laughs> it was kind of entranced. He didn't really know what to do. Poisoning the hearts and minds of the youth, John, is not acceptable. Well, it did get the child to sleep. It, you know, well, better that well. than the screaming. He is a warlock. Have we even ever heard Baby Jean make any noise? Baby Jean, well, right. Well, because he has superior intelligence. Oh. He does not. He's like Stewie from Family Guy, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's, it's, this, is all, this, this is all true. Uh, Don is, yes, rather in fa- uh, rather impressed. I'm sorry. And uh, uh, does ask if she's part of the Von Trapp family. Uh, she says, uh, why, yes, I am. And then uh, leaves the room, and Don collapses on the bed. He's exhausted. Uh, but the kids, they just love them, don't they? they? They do, they do. And you have to say that this is, uh, Don has never really been around a woman that has been good with the kids. You know, I mean, <laughs> Betty, not a chance. Faye, not real comfortable. Even his, no. uh, his neighbor nurse, who uh, blew it with the haircut. So Yeah, whatever happened with her? I feel bad that nothing happened there. Really? I don't know. I saw her in a magazine the other day, and I'm like, oh, that girl. She's kind of cute, though. Yeah, she is cute. I think Don had a chance there. Where does Don not have a chance? Oh, there's been a couple times he hasn't had a chance. He's gotten turned down. He's had to turn down here in the 60s anyway. He's been on a lucky streak lately. A bit, yes. Yeah, speaking uh, of turndowns, we walk in and meet Stephanie. He was one of the, yeah. She was one of the turndowns. Smirker. Yeah, this. <laughs> Something's constantly hilarious for this girl. <laughs> and she's just holding it in. I don't get it. Uh, but yes, we're at, um, we're at the ha- uh, Anna's old house. And um, I don't know. This scene felt a little strange to me. I guess it was maybe to start the the conversation with um, his children that uh, that his it has a nickname. I don't know. It, absolutely. I, honestly, like who? Why would they look to that spot and ask those questions? It did absolutely feel forced. Yeah, the scene. Yeah, this scene seems strange. Like, I guess he had to go to the house just to probably you know. He had to sign some papers. That's who they're waiting for. Yeah. 
I it just seemed it, it seemed strange. It seemed like a it seemed like a, a a scene that somebody felt they had to do. Right. I don't know. Well, I'm glad we all agree. But it also offers a mechanism to get this this ring, which turns out I have to say when I first saw this, I thought the way it would go down is that Megan would find the ring, and uh, there would be mass confusion. Now that would be hilarious. You can like, like hijinks in, would ensue. Like in Friends, that one episode. Exactly. Okay. See, That's, John knows what I'm talking about. Of course he does. Huge, huge Friends fan. Uh, right. So the ring is exchanged. This to me, this happened. I thought nothing of it. You thought nothing of the ring? I thought nothing of it. I thought, oh, that's nice. You know, I didn't uh, know. I, I didn't know, know it was a. I didn't know it was a plot anchor. I thought he was going to give it to Faye. I think we were all hoping he was going to give it to Faye. Um, if someone would like to make uh, Team Faye T-shirts, I probably won't wear it because that would be weird. But uh, it would be kind of interesting. Uh, <laughs> moving on, uh, we're then uh, the kids want to go swimming. Uh, we find the warlock and Megan already in the pool hanging out. I think the warlock is giving her some advice on how to score. Uh, the kids say, hey, jump in the pool with us. And Don's like, you know what? I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. I just, I need, I need a minute. And so he goes up to the room. Uh, we see a moment of uh, introspection and thought. Maybe he's thinking about Megan. Maybe he's just thinking about Anna and his life. And then he comes down to be Captain Goodtime Dad. Throwing <laughs> the kids around the pool, which doing cannonballs. Which we've never seen before, which is, it was really nice. Uh, may, this is the softer, funner side, Don. I don't know. He should just stay out in California. He's going to start trying to do stand-up next. <laughs> but an overall story. fun scene. Now, uh, the next scene, uh, it's that evening. Uh, we're in the room with uh, the warlock and Sally and um, the ever-changing uh, uh, Bobby. Bobby. There you go. Um, and and I thought this was a bit of a, a bit of a, you know, why don't you come over later kind of move. Um Megan and her friend, who they make sure is um, less attractive, uh, come in just to say goodnight. Um, she's got some kind of boob peephole <laughs> in her dress. Did you notice this? Oh, I, I didn't notice it. No, you didn't it was, notice. No, it, it, this this kind of this kind of device seems a little strange to me. Dude, I thought it was but better it worked, than the obviously because uh, you noticed it. I, it always works. <laughs> it always works. I thought it was Give better us a than window. the. Uh, than the puzzle piece dress of her friend. Yeah, her friend was altogether un, un, uninspiring. Totally forgetful. I don't know who that actress is, but she might as well just quit. <laughs> Sorry. Is that too far? I'm just... Look I'm... for her on Hogan's Heroes. Oh, that, that was hilarious. Good catch. <laughs> I forgot about that. She's perfect for her. Hogan's... Was she Colonel Clink? <clears throat> Sorry. Sorry. Not, not cool. That guy was an alcoholic, by the way. Hogan? No. Seriously. That guy could not put down a bottle to save his life. I think he did end up dying. Moving on. <laughs> we, get to, uh, we get to the house, the moving house. We see Henry Francis sitting on the, uh, the pink daybed that Betty bought way back when. Oh, that's, all, that's kind of his fault? No. Yeah. What? Yeah, no, that, that was with him. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. why she got. That's right. That's right. That's why he's like, "Oh my God, this bitch is crazy." He's drinking a beer, sorting through books, thinking, "Man, did I f myself on this one?" <laughs> that's, 
That's pretty much what he's thinking. She uh, she comes in. He says, "Did you did you fire Carla?" And uh, it kind of it 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 turns into a uh, a an unsavory exchange. Yeah, and and Betty's like, "Oh, I don't trust her judgment." I mean, what what ju- I mean, really, you trusted her for ten years? Hey, all of a sudden, John. Oh man, Henry is just—he's had it up to here already. You know, like just. Do you think they'll even be together by next season? I think. I mean, they're moving into the new house. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think he'll stick through it. Should we take bets on whether uh, Henry Francis just offs himself because he can't take <laughs> it anymore? Uh, we can do that for next season because I think that's a real, <laughs> a real thing. Oh, it seems like we just did our predictions uh, for season four, doesn't it? I know. Man, I can't. Our... That, that was fun. That was for. I can't wait to do our predictions for season season five. Yeah, let's let's do that again, like right before. Oh, of course, of All course. Right. I'm I'm going to start working on them right now. Right now, number one, Henry Francis offs himself. <laughs> but I like how he really gives it to Betty. Like, uh, yeah, no one's ever on your side. I mean, it's just why would they be, John? That's right. That's I right. don't know what side she's on. Some strange side that I can't think of a joke. Uh, moving on, we're back in California, and Don is. Uh, just hanging out, drinking a Miller High Life, High champagne life. of beers. Yes, of course. Uh, reading what looks to be a book. I can't tell what it is. Uh, and he hears uh, Megan and her friend come come back. And it sounded like there were some people over, did it not, John? A little bit. I, th- I was thinking to myself, Don was like, uh, 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 did she bring somebody home? That kind of, is, it did seem that way. It did. did it did. Now, before we get into uh, into Megan's room, does it seem to you like throughout the whole episode that they're really going back and forth between him and, and Betty? Like how their lives are just kind of spiraling in opposite directions, at least at the moment. You know, so in the previous scene, uh, Betty and Henry have a fight and he storms out. In this scene, Don and Megan get together and then get together. And it seems to keep doing this, you know. You see, what do you mean? You could 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 you clear up for me what you mean by get together and then get together? Well, they they go out and they uh, spend a moment on the um, on the balcony looking at at the moon, and uh-huh. then, and then they they spend a moment in bed. A moment? It's a long moment. That is a long moment, John. What do they discuss on the balcony? Let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, we start to discuss. Megan's teeth. Now listen. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it when I don't I, th- that came up. I just started cracking up I, that they wrote I, that into the show. I, I, it's almost like they're doing these shows based on our show. Is almost. that weird? Is almost. that going a little far? Is that going a little far, you think? Yes. I don't think it's going far enough. Listen, if you want to have John and I and his writers, we're busy. Too bad. Keep listening to the show, Matt. Uh, she finds out. Well, we we find out that she went out with her friend, who uh who sucks, which we all guessed. Mm. Uh, and this is where we find out that she's an actress on Hogan's Heroes, which is li- literally near the top of Hollywood's elite. Um, and then apparently her friend made a crack that she couldn't be an actress because of her teeth. Now listen, everyone. Uh, I'm talking just to you now. I'm no prize, right? <laughs> I mean, let's put that out there. I, I look, for Christ's sake, I'm the spitting image of Paul Giamatti, 
okay? And I sound like Adam Carolla. I'm lucky anyone talks to me day to day. But but, um, if if all that Megan's got going wrong for her is her teeth, I believe it's forgivable. And Don says as much. She's rather attractive. Yeah. I felt I felt like he's starting this whole he's starting this whole relationship off with a lie again when he says I love your teeth. That's impossible. Maybe he <laughs> that's not impossible. That is not impossible, John. Maybe he does love her teeth. Maybe he has a weird tooth thing. Like you got that weird foot fetish? Sorry, sorry, offsides. I forgot we were being recorded, but it is weird how much you love feet. <laughs> it's not weird. <laughs> <laughs> um Moving on, uh, I, I I don't yes that's probably that's probably not altogether uh, uh, true, but I don't think that's uh, I I don't think I would say he started off the relationship on a lie, and what's he supposed to say there? Yeah, your teeth are pretty effed up, but I'd still do you. I I don't think that's I don't think that's a good strategy. No, no, but again, you know this is uh, this is how we keep seeing the parallels. So he he's making out with her. They're going to have a. a Romantic night of uh, of touching, and then we go. S- <laughs> John, 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 yeah. What they, you know, like back rubs and things like that. No, they will be making the love. Yeah, they are like holding hands. They're lovers. They will be doing whispering. Things. They will be naked together. But and we see that in in sharp contrast to to Betty, who goes into Sally's room. A, uh, oh. a naked bed is all she gets to be next to. Oh, and it is rough. It is rough. Yes. You know, she's, she, she's got the furrowed brow. She's looking very distraught. But this is what I'm talking about. It's a jumpsuit and a hat of crazy. I mean, why did she go into Sally's bed? I really thought she was going to stumble on the boondoggle. Oh, gee. Oh, that's the last thing you need. Uh, no, but, like... I, I think I think it's true. I think there really is this strange, strange like weird effed up thing between her and Sally, where she's jealous. It's a bunch of different weird feelings. You know, I think it's jealousy for her, um, for for, we- for weird things like Glenn. Well, I think Sally's it's, getting a fresh start, you know. Like exactly. Sally, Sally has her whole life in front right. of her. Right, Betty, not so much. Anymore. Only because she's effed it, effed it up on her own. Right. Let's and remember, be the entire episode, the entire show of Mad Men started with Betty's mother dying and all the strife and problems that were in there. So we know yeah. there was there was issues between her and her mom. Man, she needs to hug it out, talk it out, probably make it out. She is man. I mean, it is like she needs a she needs an all expense trip to sandals. <laughs> all right. Okay. I don't know. Uh, next next thing we know, we are in uh, we're back in California. You're right, John. They really are doing a back and forth. I, I didn't notice this. I'm not perceptive. Um, and uh, Don really is uh, laying it on pretty thick with Megan here. Yeah. He has the. Uh, yeah, he he has the love for her. He doesn't say it yet. He doesn't say it yet. No, but uh, he certainly. What what do they talk about here? Uh, Don wants to know if he can do it again. Oh, did he? Oh, oh, right. If he can come back tomorrow night, not do it again right now. <laughs> We're done handshaking right. for the evening, aren't we, John? That's right. Well, it's off to the kids. They are little roosters, you know. I've been told. 
Uh, right. Uh, you know, he is. It is amazing. I'm guessing they didn't get a whole lot of sleep uh, the night before. And now they're going on a whirlwind adventure around uh, the Disney theme parks. But no, no, actually, uh, I, I take it back. There's a lot more to this conversation because uh, Don's saying, you don't know me. And she's like, I know everything about you. And so, you know, part of the reason that they're in California with the whole house thing is, that, you know, the one woman that really knew everything about him, Anna. Mm-hmm. And here's this person that says that she knows him and she doesn't really know anything she about did. him. She don't know him. But she, you know, she launches into this, uh, you know, buttermelting melting talk about how, uh, you know, he's a good person and he's trying to get better. Um, and, and, and that seems to win him, if you will. So I'm looking at the, uh, I'm looking at the still here. Yeah. I think those are fake teeth. Yeah. Those aren't her real teeth. Right. Oh, is this me being stupid and slow? You think? Those aren't her real teeth. They totally have her wearing these fake teeth just so they could talk about that's that. kind of creepy. Isn't that creepy? That, that's weird, man. That is kind of creepy. That is a long way to go for just the weird tooth conversation. Like, Maybe. where are we going with this? <laughs> to the dentist. my question. Well, obviously, there's a lot of orthodontia to happen, but I'm just... It seems like a weird... You know what? I think we should just move on. Because... Okay. Okay. Because Kate, Kate wants to end this season. Well, no. <laughs> well, no. We could talk about this all night. We yeah, have to oh, keep this going. Is true. We, can, we can speculate on oral hy- hygiene for months. <laughs> John... Yeah. We then find ourselves uh, with Kenny Cosgrove and uh, Peggers at the Topaz. Um, they are they are in a, they're in a jam. They need some good ideas and they need it fast, John. And I'll tell you one thing: if I need a good idea, you know who I go to? Who's that? Peggy. All right. She is a lady with the knowledge to do it, and she does. They ask her for ideas on the spot. Pa pow! Here's one. Ba boom! Here's two. It was ridiculous. I think it helped think, that she was wearing the product at the time. Hey, sometimes, whatever you got to do. Uh, Ken tries to uh, slip in a little idea, and it just, it's like a, it's like a wet fart. Well, she's able to sort of spin his idea into something else that's better. That doesn't blow, <laughs> as they say. Yes. John? <laughs> no, I, I liked it. I liked, the, I liked the guy's point, though. He's like, look, we're a small company. We have to do something that gets attention. It doesn't yeah. matter what. It, like he, I like that the guy was open. He's like, look, yeah. you just give me good ideas. I don't care what they are. Give, him, give me good ideas that are going to get us attention. And, uh, and that's what Peggy gives him. Single-handedly a powerhouse of advertising juggernautness. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time tonight. Uh, it, mostly because of all my sadness. Uh, we then uh, are back in California with Don. Uh, he's... Apparently coming back from the bathroom, I hope he washed his hands, and uh, he sees the, uh, the, his, his soon-to-be new family uh, enjoying a, uh, an exciting, um, maybe lunch. Um, the kids are goofing around, blah, 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 ha-ha, and uh, Sally dumps her milkshake over, and Don, just as a reflex, you know, he doesn't yell at her, but he gets real stern, and, uh, but not Megan. She's very kind about it and very calm. And I don't know about uh, you, but this like instantly brought back the uh, the thing where you know Bobby had knocked over the robot, and oh, yeah. Betty was like, "Hey Don, beat the crap out of him." Betty Monster would have handled this uh, with slaps, 
and uh, and Maybe mental abuse. Some name calling, yeah. Yes. I, well, Betty Monster wouldn't have even let her have a milkshake because that's going to make you fat. <laughs> she would have had to knock over her water and some Slim Fast. Betty Monster. Uh, yeah, this really caught Don's attention though. When when she was calm and was just kind of like, no, it's all right. Let's just get some napkins out. Um, and she, uh, he was just stunned. In a good way. Yes, John. In probably the best way. Um, we then all of a sudden are back in Don's apartment. We're back in New York in, in, in Don's uh, Waverly apartment. And um, apparently they've been, uh, they've been doing a little bit more of that, uh, of that adult handshake. <laughs> and uh, Don has apparently been up for hours. Megan just wakes up. And uh, Don, seems, Don seems to be in a very strange mind frame here. Uh, actually, from this point on, for the rest of the episode, he really seems strange. No? Compared to his norm? Like, yeah. Yeah, compared to his normal, very composed and together and kind of thoughtful self. It's like someone who just cast a spell and like, you know. Yeah. He, he is changes. smitten. A smitten kitten, they would say, John. He, uh, in this scene, uh, blows all our minds by uh, proposing nothing else but marriage to Megan. With Anna's uh, ring. Yes. Yes. Well, with uh, with Don Draper's ring, John. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> that was extra drama for you at home. Uh, it was pretty amazing. Uh, Megan, I think, uh, obviously, Megan completely uh, thrown off by this. I mean, I'm guessing they... Almost says no. Almost. Should have said no. Should have said, hey, cool it, Charlie. You know what? We got time. I'm like 22. It's cool. Um, but no, uh, you know, it's a lot of pressure when someone asks you to marry them. Um, and she says yes. Immediately goes to call her French mother, John. Um, Don would like to say uh, hello, but he can't because he doesn't speak <laughs> French. I don't, I don't blame him. Well, he's American. Yeah, like you should be because they live in America. <laughs> They live, in they live in America, John. The mother does not, so it's okay. No, she lives in <laughs> Frenchland, Canada. Can Can Canada. That corner of Canada that's roguely French. But I do like the, the line where she goes, well, what about work? He's like, well, we tell everybody. You know, like there's no, it's not like the thing with Faye. There's no slinking around. Yeah, you know, I don't understand this. This is just this weird change of heart about everything. He, he does. I don't get it. It's for real. This is the real love. He will never cheat again. That's <laughs> not true at all. <laughs> I'm, pre I'm pretty sure I saw him cheating with a dresser drawer about three minutes before he proposed. I don't think so. This is, this is not... Uh, this this is just strange. This is uncomfortable. I find this I find this in, this entire thing to be uncomfortable. It was it was and, and even the way he told the partners when we go to the office calls everybody in. Hey everybody, I'm getting married. I love how Pete is like, "What the what?" Cuz he had just seen Faye in his apartment like, like a couple months ago. Right. Oh, that's right. Not and no, he not was like no, like a week and a half. Yeah, like uh wait a minute. Two shows ago. Wait a minute. You mean you mean Faye, right? No, no, I mean Megan. 
yeah, it was uh, it was really strange. Uh, the best part is that Roger didn't even know who it was, <laughs> which I think a listener pointed out would be altogether strange because I don't care what you how you feel about Megan's teeth, um, she is extremely attractive. Uh, it still Roger doesn't mean Roger knows his. It still doesn't mean Roger would know the name. This is true. Just so show him a silhouette, he'll he'll get it. Um, so everyone uh, congratulates. Uh, Lane Price, I think, did first. And then uh, the rest of the team follows. Uh, they call Megan in to uh, congratulate her. Uh, Roger says, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's have a drink. Megan, get us some ice. Which was hilarious. Real funny. In Roger way. Yes, of course. Of course, he knows what he's doing. Um, we then uh, turn around to see uh, Kent come into. Uh, Peggy's office and tell them that they got the, they got the business they got the job John this this ends the the dry spell hooray hooray indeed sir uh, we get a big hug um, everyone's excited so hey what do we do with this let's go tell Don now hey I, I now, do have a question for you before you get to that um, thank you when they asked when when somebody asked hey so when's the wedding I the the way that they said we don't have a date I mean I don't do. You, this might not really happen, you know? I agree this might not really happen, but at the same time, of course they don't have a date, John. This happened this morning. It's out of nowhere. Oh, good point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, it makes sense that they wouldn't have a date. But you're right. That, that leaves the window of hope open. Um, that maybe... <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Do I dislike Megan? Not in the least. Not in the least. She seems... She doesn't... She may... may I like her. She's no Betty Monster is what I'm saying. Thank goodness. Could she be a little loose, being that she slept with Don in the office? Maybe. <laughs> uh, but I think, uh, I think all together, she seems pretty cool. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. You can give your... No, I am. You got to make, a, you gotta make a, a, like a words. Are you anti-Megan, Kate? I am a little... Like, in I mean, regards to that she's no Faye, or? Yeah, I just, you know, he's just looking like, he's just looking for a mother to his children. That's all he's looking for. And, you know, I don't know. And someone to, you know, like, keep him warm on those long winter nights. I don't know. Insightful. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, when, uh, when Peggy goes, uh, down to tell, uh, Don what happened, he is excited. He congratulates them. Um, and then, uh, Peggy finds out what's going on. Uh, she shuts the door and says, uh, you know, I gotta ask, are you, uh, are you serious about, what, you, you, you sure? And, uh, Don is still with this crazed look in his eye that I've been talking about now for the last five minutes says, yes. She reminds me of you. Now that's creepy. That was weird. Was that weird? And kind of an insult to Peggy. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Now, but here's, here's the thing. From Don's side, if I was Don saying that, I believe he was just saying that as she's ambitious, like you are. Like ambitious enough to sleep with the boss to get... A like promotion. that kind of ambition? Yeah. I think you're both being a little hard on Megan right now, and I'd like you to stop because I don't want this to get ugly. Because uh, I get the anger sometimes. You need to drop this whole Megan thing. No, I I will not. With the love and the uh, uh-uh. no. With the whatnot and the hey hey. 
I do it. It's my show. Um, I think uh, that it's just she's just. Uh, I think he. I don't. I don't think he meant that in as weird of a way as it sounded. But yes, it sounded strange. And and I don't know. Okay, fine. Megan's a whore. There. <laughs> there we go. Now, now, now we're all happy. Uh, and Megan does come up to say, "Hey, guess who called? Dr. Miller. Everybody's buddy." You're gonna have to. You gotta take care of it. You gotta take care of this big boy. Um, But I think before we take care of Faye, we see Peggy go into Joan's office and say, "What the what, man?" I got. This was probably the most fun scene of the show. Yeah. It was. It was. Uh, Joan has the longevity and the wherewithal to be like, "Listen, this happens all the effing time." I mean, look at. It's funny because this kind of happened to her with Roger, right? Well, she was. Yeah, she was just kind of Roger's girl. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny because remember uh, a couple episodes ago when uh, Peggy and Don had that, uh, that all-nighter? Yeah. And some of our listeners, and maybe even you, John, said that uh, there was going to be a love connection there? No, I, I didn't say that. Some people I, did. I, don't make me rewind the tape because I'll do it. Okay. I will. I'll All do right. it right now. Um, I, think, uh, I think I was right. Is what I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, any opportunity I get. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think Peggy is jealous here. She's just like, why are you effing up your life again? Right as you're starting to pull yourself together. Well, no, I think she is a little jealous. She's like, look, I did a great thing, and instead of the whole office making oh, well, a buzz yeah. about everything that what I just did, they're just talking about this marriage to a secretary. And then when, when Joan says about the promotion, she really gets steamed. It's like, is that what he meant by admired me? Yeah. True. True. Because, uh, like, if you remember, so, like, Peggy Peggy worked as a copywriter without the pay for months before she got promoted. You know, they, they, know. Liked, they liked her ideas, but, you know, she was still just a secretary that was doing all of this stuff at home. I know it. I know it. Uh, we then move back to uh, Don making the, the kiss of death call, can as they not, say. Can we just, do we have to do this? I just, this, this scene makes me really uncomfortable. Do, would you like to leave the room for a moment? I might. We do have to do it, because it's part of the, <laughs> it's fine. It, it's fine. It's, it's fine. a quick scene. Think happy thoughts. Mm. Oh, don't cry. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so Don puts in the death call, uh, calling Faye to, uh, Tell her that they need to meet up and have a talk. I like when, when she said, oh, I was going to come by for lunch. No, no, don't do that. Um, no, no, that's, yeah, you stay far from me. We'll meet at a public place uh, <laughs> where you can't stab me in the throat. Um, I, th- I think um, I think she knows right away something's up, though. Well, yeah, anytime somebody says, we'll meet in a public place, don't come here. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, need, we need to talk. Something's come up. Um I felt it. I felt it to be. I mean, maybe it was the right thing to do, but I felt it to be extra cold to say, "I've met someone, and we're getting married." She's like, I, "What? The what? They, they've been together for months." Yeah. And he meets somebody on his trip to California and decides it's a good time to just f it. I'll marry him. That that seems extra cruel. Extra cruel. Do, do you think it would have been more cruel to to tell her that it was Megan? Uh, I don't know. Well, yes, yeah, probably. Pretty cruel, I think. Well, because yeah. then she would have been like, "You were doing this the whole time behind." It just would have got ugly. 
But I'm just like, why can't you just, why can't you just be like, you know, just end it, not have to say, hey, 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 Faye. Faye's had a tough time with men. You know, why is Man, that? I feel. Well, remember when she told that guy to take go take a shit in the ocean, John? <laughs> oh yeah. I think you do. Um, man, just not. I just feel bad for Faye because I think she's wonderful. We here are big fans of Doctor Faye. Doctor Faye all the way. She'll find someone. She will. Someone that deserves her, or or a beautiful cat. <laughs> <laughs> when, and then Megan comes in after the the hang up. She's like, "Oh, I saw you hung up," and uh, and is like, "Oh, I love you so much," and more kissing. And that's uh, that's kind of it. That's how we leave the office. Uh, I don't know. We then we then find out apparently what was supposed to be the other huge bombshell of the uh, season finale episode. That's right. We see um, the good doctor over in Vietnam. I know he must still be. No, no, he he's still. It, he's over yeah, in Nam. He, he's there. Yeah, he's 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 in Nam, and uh, this is where we find out that in, indeed Joan kept the baby. I thought they were all worried about the timing of this whole thing. Everyone else seems to be. Being a doctor, you think he would be keen on that? He's kind of slow and stupid. Yeah, we have true. seen that. When, and with bullets flying everywhere, you might not be thinking of timing right now. Yeah. This is true. Papa, don't preach. Although when that child does come out with... Um, Gray hair. Yeah, and <laughs> a flaming wit. Yeah, a flaming wit indeed. And, and, a, and a vodka in his hand. <laughs> Uh, that's true. We're gonna we're gonna have a problem. He seems to be uh, he's he's obviously very excited about the uh, about the pregnancy, but there seems to be a looming feeling that uh, this is the end of the good doctor, John. <laughs> you think so? Does anyone think that he's not gonna get it in Nam? <laughs> I just I think this is one of those things where uh, you know again Matt's listening to the show and everybody thinks that. Yeah. You know, this is kind of like one of those, oh, he's in Vietnam, he will die. And, uh, you know, it might not go that way. My hope for um, the next season, it, it's a little less depressing, but I could see how Matt wouldn't kill off the good doctor, but just make him, like, you know, like, effed up. You know, like all uh, you mean brain, like take a, post-traumatic. Like take a leg? Yeah, like take a leg and an arm and half his face. <laughs> and then Joan is, like, with a baby... And a completely disfigured husband. That would, that be would le- just be the that worst. would be less depressing. No, that would be more depressing. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, I don't. I don't think uh, Matt's going to take the easy way out and just have him blown blowns up. Maybe he'll, he'll pull Don Draper. Oh my God! Wouldn't that be amazing? Oh. Full circle, John. Or Dick Whitman, I guess. Whatever. I Maybe he'll come back as Don Draper and be like, "What the what?" <laughs> anyway. But then we go to much. the the last big scene of the show. Mm-hmm. We got, uh, you know, and, and this is what I thought was kind of cool is the whole episode, it seems to be like kind of uh, Betty and Don circling each other, her her stuff going bad, his stuff going good. And now they come together and it was it was so painfully obvious. I mean, she's she's waiting for him. I don't know if she oh, thought yeah. they were going to make out right there or that she has a chance to, to come back to him. I don't know why she'd want to with all the cheating he did. But, you know, it just uh, it was just bizarre. I mean, she's you know she knew he was coming over for the other thing, yeah. With the you know the the, the realtor, and she's just kind of uh, I don't know I have no idea what she could be you know thinking to do here. Well, Jen, she's not. Uh, let's be honest. She's uh, just looking for a little attention. 
Yes, I think I think that 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 could be it. Maybe she's she wants to see. She probably just wants to see Don. You know, think about her again. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I think probably in the back of her mind, she she this was kind of a let's see if there's still a spark there, because okay. she, yeah, she is putting on makeup and seemingly just like hanging out with the pearls on, uh, open uh, to see Don. Um, but and, yeah, and, I, I, don't, I don't know what she what she could really expect from this. And the whole the way she says, "Oh, that was today." Oh, I mean, it was, it was yeah. <laughs> oh, what happened? Uh, yeah, it, it it was it was sad. This was a sad this thing. Was really sad. And of course, he has to tell her that he's engaged. And then she's like, "Well, f it, I'm taking my box and going to Francis." Um, and then I think we had someone write in today about how. Uh, they really love how the scene, the scene was shot, um, where they both exited the room at the same time, in opposite directions, in definitely opposite directions, and and um, leaving nothing but the bottle of Canadian Club whiskey, which honestly the entire show seems to revolve around the whiskey and the booze. So why not give it some screen time? Well, right. I mean, they are obviously a uh, a healthy sponsor. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I think it was more, I think, you know, it was more of a, uh, the booze has been a big part of their relationship and maybe this is, they're both, maybe they'll both clean up a little bit. Yeah. I've been trying. I mean, she just, she seems extra sad. It's kind of her deal. Yeah. Kind of her deal. Uh, we then, is this, right, this is the, uh, the last, the very last scene is Don, uh, at home in bed with his new lady. His new lady love, um, just kind of, again, Lang looking at the ceiling, introspectively, thinking about God only knows what, uh, maybe what he's doing, maybe I acted a little too fast. I wonder if there's an orthodontist around the corner. <laughs> I don't know. And, and, well, uh, and they go out with the, the, the great Sonny and Cher, I Got You, Babe. Yes, which seemed an odd, uh, an odd uh, choice. Yeah, I did not like that music choice. I, I, thought it was really, I thought it was really interesting that somebody on the, on the Twitter made a comment that it was a, uh, a Groundhog Day reference. Yeah, because they, the, every time the alarm goes off, right. and that so song here, is playing. So here goes Don again with another bad lady choice. It's going. It happens over and over. Oh, that's a pretty good one. That's like a that. that's a long shot, but I like it. <laughs> I like it Makes sense. I like that. They should have had a clock on the desk. They, they did the same clock from Groundhog's oh, Day. That flips down. Yeah, the flip clock. <laughs> I, I don't I think, think that, that was a the right period. Did they have that for the the sixties? Flip clocks, yeah. All right. Yeah, you're right. There is a clock, but it's not a flip clock. Oh, poor Don. Oh, man. But, I mean, seriously, though, uh, uh, next to last season's cliffhanger, uh, this was not as... Uh, that last, the last season's episode was so epic. It felt like it was three hours long. It was. It was. I mean, and and it, 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 you had a lot more emotion, I think, with that. You know, like, how's, how's it going to go with the new agency? It was just... Yeah, it was also, like, more fast-paced, you know? Like, there was, like... It was they were working on like a deadline, you know. Yeah. It was like down to the wire. This this wasn't so much. I don't know. This was much more wandering. 
Yeah. We're just kind of walking around in this episode. Well, Paul, that's Somebody. the season. Is it over, John? That's it. Do you, do you hear that sound? What's the sound? My, my heart breaking. Oh. Well, I thought that was a mailbag. I <laughs> could. That could have been. <laughs> That could have been the mailbag as well. Um, should we open it? Or is it, it going to sound like your heart breaking? Uh, yeah. Do, well, maybe I can get my heart to break again. It still has a couple pieces left. Should I? Should, should, should we see if we can get it on mic? Go for it. Did you get that? <laughs> that was my heart breaking. No way, man. We can't. We have to let people hear the mailbag for real. Last time. All right. This <laughs> a little extra on that one. Well, it is. The, I mean, this is a special. This is a special episode. If you know, we've already gone a little long. Uh, we're not going to make it the full two hours. I think. Uh, think. I think we might have a view situation where Kate just walks off. <laughs> uh, but we are. But, but we are going. To, we are taking a little bit more time to. Uh, to ease out this season but uh so yeah let's 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 do some mail for this last yeah. one so last time we had asked people um you know what what their thoughts might be should we finish and uh you know what what we could do and there were a lot of suggestions and so i'll run some of these by you and see what uh see what you think our friend okay. laura our friend laura uh she really liked it when you were calling stan the jerk off a jerk off and uh wanted to know if you would be interested in recapping the jersey shore I'd rather die. Okay. <laughs> I mean, talk about pol- talk about going to the polar opposite. A show that we have to think about, and then a show that I can literally watch blackout drunk, and uh, and probably still <laughs> st- still catch everything. So that's a no. That's a huge no. But thank you for the input. I, I take that as a joke anyway. Uh, Laura, I miss you. Um. Uh, our friend Aisha in Portland, uh, which she says for you is not a, not an island or a state. You were confused last time. Portland is a city. It's a uh, providence. <laughs> uh, is is recommending that uh, maybe stick more with the Mad Men and do some sort of award show. You know, send out your best and worst characters, storylines, uh, costumes, etc. Uh, from the season, <laughs> as well as idea. as well as a predictions show for next year. Yeah, well, we will do the predictions show. The award show, uh, well, we'll put the staff on that and see if we can get that done. Uh, all right, we'll do. <laughs> now, we got, we got uh, some people. You, we were wondering about the, the cash. Remember, Don had to foot the large bill, 150K, uh, yeah. to, to buy into the office. And so Willie sent a, a real interesting link about uh, the money then, money now. That 150K would be about $1.04 1. today. Does that wow. seem – I know. Doesn't that seem unbelievable? That I mean, and and Don just did that. He just wrote the check. I mean, he's yeah. got a lot of money. He's got some Monet, John. Um, our friend Stacy writes in and uh, wants to know that when you start the show, Paul, high yeah. atop the Brooklyn studio, indeed, does that refer to your altitude or your use of, as Peggy says, the marijuana? Uh, I got to be honest with you, folks. Uh, it's not drugs. It's not. I'm high on life. I'm high on this show. Uh, I I don't I don't think I could do a good coherent job under the influence of any illegal drugs. Uh, so no, I'm sorry to say I have not done any of these episodes high. Although I am glad that someone thinks I am. 
<laughs> very good. She says she loves the show, loves it more when Kate's in there. Thank you very much, Stacy. Yes. Uh, our friend uh, Beth writes in. Uh, she wants us to know that there's a restaurant in Israel called the Chinese Wall that has great noodles. I'll be there. As well as a uh, there's also a Christmas pickle. We'll we'll leave that to the imagination. A <laughs> uh, friend Paul in San Francisco wants to write in and say that you, Paul, are right 99.9 percent of the time. That's what it's I've been saying. Funny how Paul agrees with Paul. Hey, we stick together. Actually, there's only a billion of them out there. No, so, there is a know, secret. Gotta... There's a secret society of Pauls out there. We are working hard to make sure that we don't come off as idiots, and we are losing. We are losing that battle. But he finds the show very entertaining. Laugh out loud, funny. Says there will be a giant void in his life during the off season. <laughs> Paul, I will send you a coloring book. For Christ's sake, we can't be that good. Uh, we got another new listener, Terry, who writes in and says that, uh, yes, Paul, you do sound like Adam Carolla. And, uh, Eat it. <laughs> Thanks. Pete has grown up and become the most moral person on the show. I'd, don't I'd, don't, pe- don't pe- speak too soon. People, don't I don't understand. How, how has rape become so forgivable? <laughs> oh, he, that was only once or twice. And are we forgetting blackmail? It was a long time ago, John. Oh, that's right. It it happened. He was learning. Say la vie, okay? <laughs> As the French say. And uh, Terry would also like to point out that he thinks Ken does a great job. He's a true account man. He makes it look easy, whereas Pete looks more like the slimy used car salesman. That's what I'm saying. Uh, and Terry would like you to try the Walking Dead podcast. Mm. Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got another new listener, our friend Lindsay in Boston. Uh, she was inspired by a day of beer at the office. Who wouldn't be? Uh, I always am. And uh, says, loves the show, insightful without being overly analytical. Uh, very hilarious, natural, straight man, silly guy routine. Which one are you? I'm the straight man. That's what I thought. Very okay. down to earth. Um and uh, posted their favorite quotes from our show. I thought that was very flattering. And uh, let's hear it. Oh no, I thought you'd throw them up on the website. I mean, uh, everybody's already okay. heard it. They're quotes. We can. There was my. What was the? There. Uh, she. She wrote down one that I don't. Re- I never remember anything I say. <laughs> but wasn't there anything? one kind of funny one? Yeah, they were all funny. Would you like? Would you like to hear them? There's only a few. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. All right. So your uh, your first quote. Uh, would be from uh, talking about Peggy and says she comes out of the gate swinging the bitch stick. Uh, that Was that me? That was you. That's funny. Uh, at, <laughs> at some point I said that uh, someone was, that they were being ass wipes and Paul says I prefer to call them ass champions, John. Yes, indeed. Uh, oh, no, no I've, I've got it up here. It does. In season two, episode three, I said that's all right. French listeners, stop listening. Uh, he opens his coat, and a rainbow of doucherie comes out, John. That's another quote. Now, these are things that you've all said before. I can't believe this. Who's <laughs> writing this down? This is Lindsay. Uh, yeah, and thank you. Uh, so that, that, those, those, those were pretty funny. Thanks for writing those in. I honestly don't remember the things I say, so um, I appreciate it. 
Now, our friend Angela, Angela from Columbus, writes in and says that, uh, you know, she has some Mad Men-based thoughts for the off-season, including reviewing some books connected with the show, or maybe some books about the show, or maybe doing some commentary on the biographies of the actors and writers, or some commentary on the set design, lighting, editing, cinematography, so forth. Um, how would you like Wait, to this, go this after... This was who? This was uh, Angela, our friend in Columbus. Oh, Angela in Columbus. Thank you very much. Uh, let me just break this down. I have a job. Actually, we all have jobs. And although I would love to do all this, I am a slow, slow reader. I mean painfully slow. Now, if they have them in audiobook form, we might have a shot. But it would take me almost the entire off-season to get through everything. And plus, my brain would melt. John, your thoughts? Yes. Thank you. Kate, do you, would, would you like some, like some off-season reading? Mm, no, I'm good. You're good. Okay. okay. Kate's good. So uh, we'll consider it. All right. Uh, our friend Aisha in Portland again uh, writes in about the finale now. That uh, really, really disappointed. I mean, the theme of most of these these emails on the finale kind of disappointed. Uh, just you know how how he uh, went with Megan and how great Faye was seems to be the over overriding theme. Um, doesn't really like uh, Betty at all. Uh, feels bad for Carla, and feels bad that Faye got crushed. Do you think we'll see Faye again, or is that it? She's done. She's out. Faye's done. That was oh. the last scene. Yeah, that was done. That was yeah. Done. All right. I'm gonna miss her. It's like seeing the. <laughs> I mean, maybe we'll see. Hopefully, we'll see her like we saw the Mink, because the Mink was in a similar situation. Remember? Yep. Pushing, uh, pushing the uh, the you age just limits. Can't handle the strong ladies. That's all it is. You just can't do. You just can't well, do it. No, actually, because the the mink ended it with him. Well, remember yes, he kind of flipped out and wanted to run away. She's like, "No, get out." I gotta say, uh, if I had to choose between the mink and Megan, yeah, I would Megan every time. How about the the mink and Faye? Faye. No. <laughs> How about you? Yeah, Faye. Okay. Mink. Oh, you're oh. just you're just being yeah, provocative. Yeah, that's right. You're that's just right. being provocative. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. A uh, good friend, Hugh, uh, writes in and says that the only thing missing from the final was was Carl actually beating Betty Monster. That would have been uh, amazing. You know, a, qu- a quick chop to the neck, and then to she goes a- out to her car and it explodes, and she starts start it. <laughs> no, no. His I, I like this. His idea was that she would walk calmly upstairs to the children's room. And say goodbye to Sally, and then look at Bobby and say, "Your mother needs an ice pack," and then ask, <laughs> and then ask Baby Jean to try to remember to use your powers for good. <laughs> it's true, man. It's now get true. this. I thought this was an interesting little bit of, of maybe trivia or, or hearsay. Uh, Hugh says he knows someone that knows the actor Harry Crane, and that the original script has Harry Crane uh, uh, kill often himself by jumping out of a building out of the window. Of their office. This is, this is completely true. He he uh, he revealed that on the uh, Nerdist podcast. Oh, really? Actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 talked about this. Oh, okay. But yeah. Uh, originally, that there was a there was at least an an idea to have uh, yeah Harry Crane jump because then he would be kind of the guy in the opening. You know the the falling. Yeah, I, my guess is that was probably the problem. Was that then it would be it would be far too much compared with the opening which is a metaphor and not something right not an actual that, person that jumping actually out of happens right exactly but uh, I, I hadn't i had not heard that that was very interesting mm-hmm. 
And then our, our friend, uh, we have another Portland person. So now, you're, now you cannot miss this up. We have two Portland writers. What? Uh, okay. Did they get... Okay. See, I didn't even know they had the internet in Portland. All right. But uh, Christina writes in for the first time. Really likes the show. Uh, really upset with Don picking Megan. Really sad about Faye getting steamrolled. And, uh, you know, it doesn't... And, and you even said this. The whole, like, marrying the secretary really felt like the Roger thing. Uh, yeah. Although I, I definitely see some differences, but it, it did feel that way. And uh, also felt that it was a, a disappointment compared to last year's finale. But uh, would like to point out that she likes all of our voices, even yours. I know it's hard, folks. Thank you. Um, we got a, 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 a one from our, our friend uh, Andre uh, that writes in. says that uh, he was surprised that Greg was a captain already. But I think that's the way it works with doctors. You're automatically an officer. When you get into the army, nice. That's no, bullshit. No, no, it's, it's just how it is. Um, <laughs> okay. No, but uh, but uh, you know, just just sad to see the uh, see the show. Um, sad to see the show done. Uh, he he understands where you're coming from with the rapey Pete. That uh, it's your thing, and it's hard to turn that off. Although he really has been pleased with how Pete has uh, bucked up. Over, okay. the, over the rest of the season. And well, then, me too. Uh, and our last one, our friend Kim from the NYC uh, writes in, just uh, really bummed out at the whole thing. Doesn't like, uh, doesn't like Megan. Feels that uh, I like this. She she feels that uh, Faye was uh, attacked with uh, the Canadian club, a la Lane. She got hit over the, the head. Yes. And the that uh, and that the next time that we see uh, Carla, she's going to be uh, wearing. Uh, a single black glove, a puffy fro, and hoop earrings. And it's going to be know how to, fault. I, I'm not sure how to respond to that. All right. Uh, but is she going to be in Shaft? Does she play a role? <laughs> Moving on. Uh, John, that's going to close up the mailbag for now. It was that's a great mailbag. It was, it was one of the best mailbags I've ever seen, bursting at the seams and altogether interesting. But, folks, this is, uh, this is the end of the season. And uh, sometimes you have to say goodbye. Sometimes you do. But that doesn't mean that you can't email us at staff at madmanrecap.com. And still, that's right. We're not closing it down. We're not turning it off. You can be a fan of our Facebook page, Kate. That's right. Hold it together. Don't get too excited. You can. You go, you, you, you go to the Facebooks. You type in the Madman Recap. You'll find our fan page. You join. And John, yep. it is... I don't know how we're keeping this free, to be honest, at this point. The amount of content, the entertainment value, the free cookies that come with it, it's incredible. <laughs> if you haven't joined the Facebook fan page yet, you know what? I don't even care because you're only hurting yourself. I feel bad for you at this point. We're also on the Twitter. We won't be doing uh, too much Twitter um, these days because uh, we're not going to be live Twittering any episodes. But uh, we, but we will uh, we'll tweet out when we're going to update, when we're going to throw out one of our shows. We are, folks, because it's not over. John and I have not done every single episode, and apparently that's our goal whether we want to or not. <laughs> we still have eight episodes left, I'm told, somewhere in some of the seasons, I think mostly in season three. So we will be doing that. In the off-season, we'll be slowly feeding you, keeping you interested. Just when you feel like you're starving to death, like 
Maybe you're caught in a mine in Peru, and you're hoping that somebody will find <laughs> you. Maybe soon. a flashlight. Too, too, too soon. Too soon. Well, we're going to wait until you, you think it's not coming, and then we're going to drop an episode on you, and it's like a morsel of goodness, Kate. It's like it's like eating a turkey and having a gallon of water. That's how nice it is when you're starving. Kate is, I wish you could see Kate's face right now. It is screaming shut up at me. So that's what I'll do. John. I find that hard to believe. Uh, that, that was fantastic. We, uh, we love everybody on the iTunes. We made it all the way to 75 ratings. That was great. They were so Thank nice. Thank you. Those are our favorites, too. The, uh, you people are ridiculously nice to us. Thank you. Are we this it good is of a, a show? It is a free show. So Is it that good of a show? I think so. All right. Kate? Huh? Do you think? Not even <laughs> listening. That's how good of a show it is, John. We can't even keep our co-host's attention. I think it's time to shut it's time to shut it down. We're shutting off the lights. We're turning it off. All right. I will miss you the most, John. Oh, we'll do this again. <laughs> All right. Um Well, goodbye. till till uh, next year. Well, right, because Kate will not be joining us for the off season. <laughs> she uh, she 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 hates looking back, John. She can only look forward. Only look forward. Nothing wrong with only. that. Only. And that's fine. Uh, no, we, we probably will not be taking on any uh, guest hosts to fill her place because, John, yes, her shoes are far too big. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye. We'll, we'll miss you all. Folks, this is Dale Hu of the Happiness Patrol. Leela's had a cold for 40 episodes. Tara hasn't stopped swearing for 40 episodes. Lewis hasn't stopped singing for 40 episodes. I witter on and sometimes do robot dog impressions, and occasionally we mention Doctor Who. If that's your sort of bag, then listen to the Happiness Patrol. If not, we'll see you around. The Happiness Patrol, a weekly Doctor Who podcast brought to you every week by four great people.